and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Thursday, March 17th. And wherever you are, whenever you listen to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's joy. Today especially, I wish you God's life. Why? Because my mother was 100% Irish. I, Faith and Bigara. And today we celebrate St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, and if there was anything my mother was filled with, and uh, anything that um, this day brought out from her was life. So we're going to talk a little bit about St. Patrick um, toward the end of today. So I, I hope this finds you not only well, I hope it, it finds you, if nothing else, feeling a bit Irish, even if you don't have Irish blood flowing within you today, because today, yeah, we celebrate the Irish. Amen. Um, okay, okay. So I promised you, uh, at least if you read the, uh, the little portion um, of where I dropped the pods, why yesterday's pod was so late. So first of all, my apologies. So here's the dealio. Next week, uh, Renee and I and the kids are going to be on vacation. And uh, so with the server that I go through uh, for my podcast, there is a button here that says, do you want to... You know, whenever I upload a podcast, it says, do you want to upload it immediately or do you want to, to schedule when it drops? And so I thought, well, I'm going to test this out. And so yesterday, meaning Wednesday's pod, I did on Tuesday night and I scheduled it out for Wednesday morning and it looked like everything went okay. And then it never dropped ever, like as in ever. And so there's a podcast out in the interwebs on the ethernet somewhere floating around if you happen to see it call me but uh i did upload it manually last yesterday late afternoon so that is the great mystery and uh, and so here's my point i might try it again today and tomorrow these might be late because of that because it'd be nice for me not to take my computer next week i've already done all the pods for next week uh, and I just would like to schedule them, but huh, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. So that's the story behind the story. Yeah, yeah. Today, however, you don't need to be hearing all that stuff because today we're here to, to break open the gospel. We are going to be in Luke's gospel today. Uh, Luke chapter 16, verses 19 to 31. Jesus is going to tell us a parable. And... Um, a little bit longer, so I want to dive right into it. So let's break open God's Word together. <clears throat> A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. He cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. 
Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, so, here's the question. Here's the question that I have. Lazarus goes to the, to the bosom of Abraham, right? The rich man, whom we all often call Dives, D-I-V-E-S, Dives, uh, goes into eternal torment. What was the sin of the rich man? Was it merely being rich? That can't be it. The rich man didn't call the police and say, get this poor man off my property. He's loitering. Get him out of here. He didn't walk past him and say, get a job. Right? He didn't walk past him and, and spit on him and kick him or do anything violent like that, right? That assaulted his dignity. What was the sin of the rich man? I don't know fully the answer to that. But I think, brothers and sisters, we're invited into it. Because if Jesus is inviting us into the scripture, and, and every parable, by the way, Jesus invites us into it. Where do we find ourselves? If that's the case here, we must struggle with what's the issue? And what I arrive at. Now again, throw this out. If you've got a, a, a more in-depth, a better idea, hey, praise God for that. I think the sin of the rich man is simply he didn't see him. It's not that he didn't see him. He practically tripped over him. He knows the name later on, right? He says, send Lazarus. So it's not a question of, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know he was there. My eyes were blinded. But he didn't see him. He didn't see him as a human being. Other than somebody who was lying at his doorstep. He didn't see him as a person of dignity. He didn't see him as housing the, the very spirit and flame and spark of God. He didn't see him as someone in need that he could 
uh, bring about that restitution. He didn't see him just as an equal. And I would argue, brothers and sisters, that chasm that existed in the other world was not put there because God can't bridge any chasm. Of course God can. God can do whatever God wants to do. There is no chasm God cannot bridge. None, by the way, none. Because there's nothing bigger than God. Nothing stronger. I mean, God can reach into hell itself. Because when God reaches there, it is no longer hell. I would argue that the chasm that was there was created by Lazarus, or excuse me, by, by the rich man, by Dives himself. That chasm of complacency, that chasm of self-interest, that chasm of uh, self-importance, that chasm of I'm too busy, that chasm of somebody else will take care of it, that chasm of let social services deal with this, that chasm of it's not my problem. Brothers and sisters, does that chasm look familiar to us at all? Maybe not all of them. But, but when our eyes are so focused, and, and my friends, there's nothing wrong with being busy. You know what? We, we only have a limited amount of, of hours on this earth, and we are called to build the kingdom of God, and so I hope we're busy uh, about with that. But when our eyes are so focused on what is ahead that we miss to the left and the right of us, I think that's tragic. And brothers and sisters, I'm not saying there are people lying at your doorstep and mine that are destitute. But what I am saying is maybe there are, are poor at our dinner table that long for attention, that long to be seen, that long for our interest and our support and our love and our um, investment in them. Maybe there are people in our workplace. Maybe there are friendships that brothers and sisters need to be seen today. Maybe there are spouses in, a, in this relationship. Who in our lives needs to be seen? Brothers and sisters, then we can go to the larger. You know, I'm going to go there, and, I, and I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to play politics here. Whatever your politics are, that's, hey, I, that's fine with me. I'm trying to be a Catholic here. Just know that. I'm, I'm not trying to skew anything here. But how do we in this world that is no longer round, I mean, the world is flat, as they say, that everything is close, how do we deal with the fact that our neighbors um, are the countries around us as well or on the other side of, of an ocean? How do we deal with that? And, and I, listen, there is no judgment. There's no finger pointing. I am saying, though, how do I deal with that? That they lie at our doorstep. And do we see them? Do we see them as carrying that spark of life and the dignity within? 
Well, I think this is a hard gospel, brothers and sisters. I think it, I, I think that it, it, it speaks to us and hits us, hits me. It, let, let me do that. Hits me in between the eyes. And, and the last thing I'll say to it, because I want to get to St. Patrick, is, you know, that whole idea where he says at the end, you know, and again, even the rich man is, is worried about his family at home. And, and so there's, there's still love at some level there. And he is um, saying, hey, listen, send Lazarus back so he can warn my brothers. I got five of them. And Abraham says, you know, um, they got Moses and the prophets. He says, oh, no, they're not listening to them. But if somebody would arise from the dead, he'd listen, they'd listen there. He says, if they don't listen to Moses and the prophets, they're not going to listen even if somebody rises from the dead. Why do we do that? And again, I don't know the answer to that. But I think part of what our human condition is, is we can, we have powerful, powerful ways of fooling ourselves and saying, ah, that was just a bad dream I had. Or really, did Jesus really rise from the dead? You know, um, a lot of smart people I know say he may not have, you know, or, or um, you know, that was just a, a vision. It must have been the pizza I ate the night before or whatever it is. Why? Because, brothers and sisters, to change is difficult. To change takes energy and it takes risk. But if we are going to be women and men of the gospel, we cannot be afraid of change. We cannot be. Because God alone is unchanging. We don't need to worry about everything in life because everything about our, our world is changing. My goodness, our seasons change, our, our, our circumstances change, our, our bodies change, everything changes. Uh, to change often, as, as John Henry Carnell Newman said, is to be holy. God is the rock that is unchanging. And that's our security. And we need not be afraid of that. That that's our investment and upon that upon which we stand is, is that rock, that shelter, that foundation of our God. And all others, yeah, we don't need to be worried about that. So our faith, my friends, is in Jesus Christ, raised from the dead. Uh, and, uh, and our call is to be women and men of uh, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll say eyesight of a vision of 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 dignity, seeing the dignity uh, and the, and the life within all those around us. Gosh, let that be our prayer today. Saint Patrick, you know, here's the deal. As an Irishman, so Saint Patrick, of course, is the patron of Ireland. Saint Bridget, the patroness. So, so that's why this is a, a, a very much a, an Irish holiday. And I think what we can do within this is, I think, make a caricature of him and, and say, ah, oh, St. Patrick, you know, with the big white beard and the big, you know, hat and, and dressed all in green. And gosh, he got rid of all the, the snakes and sent them, you know, yonder toward the Scandinavian peoples. And, uh, and, uh, and he liked green beer and, and, you know, just laughed like an Irishman. Um, yeah, I, God love him, but I, I, that doesn't do justice to, to Patrick. Um, 
because it doesn't challenge us. All it does is make us say, hey, let's have green beer and, and dress up in green, you know, whatever today, attire. So Patrick was actually born uh, on the, uh, the island, not of Ireland, but of England, uh, whether it was in Wales or Scotland or uh, Britain itself. Um, there's different theories. But what is known is that about the age of 16, he was uh, kidnapped by Irish raiders and brought over to the island of Ireland, the island of Ireland, and was made there to be a shepherd uh, and um, spent a lot of cold and uh, weary and hard days and nights uh, there doing that. And he escaped when he was about 22. And word is, at least the belief is, he escaped probably to France uh, and then went back to Britain where he was educated, where he was ordained, where he ultimately became a bishop. But he had a vision, and I want to say this was at the age of 43, that he was to go back to Ireland and minister to the Irish people. And so that's where he did. That's what he did. He went back to the Irish people, uh, which took a great deal of, of courage because the Irish people were not Christianized. They were pagans, um, druids, and, uh, and a very earthy, earthy people. And so what he did was he went particularly to the north and to the west of Ireland, who hadn't heard anything of Christianity by that time. So if you are uh, familiar with Ireland, he went up to Ulster. He went up to the north, so County Down, uh, County Sligo, County Monaghan, uh, County Donegal. He went over to the west, County Mayo, Galway, Limerick, Clare, Kerry, Cork, those. And so he, and what he did, again, the brilliance is he, he took the, the, the learnedness and the, and the deep pagan roots and he, and he Christianized it, which is that form, that beautiful form of Celtic Christianity that, that we have come to know. And within his lifetime, now again, he didn't go over there till he was 43, probably lived till, let's say, 80-ish. So let's say within 30 to 35 years of his life, he saw that island become not only Christianized, but strongly Christian because of his persistence, because of his courage, because of his uh, wisdom and leadership and guidance. And here's what happens, brothers and sisters, if Patrick doesn't do this. And I'll end with this. You and I may not be here without it. Now, that may be overstepping it, but I think not. Because remember what's happening on the continent in the 5th, 6th, and 7th centuries, right, of Europe. The Roman Empire falls, and, and it, it falls, Europe falls into feudalism as the tribes, the northern tribes, the Mongols, the Vandals, all that, take over the Franks. They take over all of Europe, right? And what do they do? They burn everything. They burn all the learnedness. All the learnedness? Is that right? What, what a great word, Joe. All the learned scholars, scriptures, um, uh, books that Europe held. And it, if it wasn't for the Irish monks, literally, read this. Read the book, uh, How the Irish Saved Civilization. Marvelous book. If it wasn't for the Irish monks that went back to Europe and then Christianized Europe, I don't think we're here. And if it wasn't for Patrick, who went over and helped Christianize Ireland, 
Europe doesn't fall under that either. Again, we celebrate today. I hope you're wearing green. It doesn't bother me a lick if you raise a glass of beer and toast St. Patrick. But let's not characterize him. Let's honor him and be women and men of courage and persistence and vision as well that see our homes, our households, our worlds, our communities brought to life and faith in Christ as well. Let's pray. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth joyful mystery. The, uh, Jesus is presented in the temple, the presentation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with me. With thee, blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, holy Mary, mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, holy Mary, mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Patrick, pray for us. And I guess, my friends, I'd like to end with this, the prayer, the breastplate of St. Patrick. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down. Christ when I arise, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear 
that hears me. Amen. God's peace.